everyone. Thank you for joining us on Band Director Bootcamp, where we are here to share productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors so you can do this important work in a sustainable way. And I'm really excited today to have Heather Marsh Myers with us, a fellow band director who is going to share with us a, a tip that she's got, sort of her superpower that has helped keep her in this profession and, and keep going. And I'm really excited to have her here. So welcome, Heather. I'm so happy you're here. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about you, why you're teaching, what you teach? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I am a 17-year teaching veteran, um, which time goes so fast when you're a band director. I can't believe I'm saying 17 years I've been doing this. Uh, but I've had, you know, the pleasure to teach everything from general music all the way through high school age students. Um, I love this profession. I love what music does for children. I love the leadership skills that we build in our, our kids as, as we progress them through our high school band program that I'm currently teaching in. And it brings me a lot of joy to do this job. It's an incredibly difficult job, which we'll talk about here throughout the, the uh, podcast. But um, it's something that is also so incredibly rewarding, uh, especially when we're able to find the balance in our life that makes us feel like we're being successful. And what, so you, you talk, yeah, you talk about why it's so important that we have this and that this is a difficult job. So there must've been some circumstances in your life or we wouldn't be on this conversation right now where maybe mm -hmm. it got pretty difficult and you got to a crossroads or something um, about something being challenging. Tell us a little bit about what became like your problem, if you will, or, or a challenge that you were having. Yeah, I think, you know, several times over the last 17 years, I have thought, can I continue to do this? Um, some of my direct challenges have been, uh, you know, I'm a mom and being a mom and having to carry the schedule that you carry as a band director, uh, that comes with a lot of guilt and a lot of hardship and a lot of sacrifice on the part of your, your, ch your child and your partner. And, um, that's been something that I've struggled with for the last 12 years, uh, that I've had my son, uh, in addition, I'm, you know, your, your typical overachiever kind of person and just the constant demands and the level of perfection that I, I have held myself to have, you know, lent itself to cause me a lot of anxiety. I've struggled with anxiety quite a lot over the years. And, um, you know, I've gotten to a point a couple of times where I'm like, I have got to figure out a way to get all of this under control or this career is no longer sustainable for me. So I've definitely hit that crossroad multiple times. And, you know, this is, there's no perfect science to this. It's something that we struggle with on in an ongoing fashion. It, it never really gets easier. Um, you, we just learn how to manage it so that we can, you know, make it feel like we're able to, to sustain being in this career. So what, what are some of the things that you have done to help you manage it? You say you've hit several different times where you've kind of had that, that heart to heart with yourself. Um, so I know that we're going to talk about you, you talked specifically about one big thing running. Were there some other things that you tried before this that didn't stick as much? Or um, what was it that you did that solved, feels like it solved the problem for you the most sustainably? 
Well, I think there's a lot of things involved here. Um, you know, I think probably the first and most in, one of the most important things is like understanding how to ask for help um, and understanding what you need in your life to help you feel uh, supported. And, um, you know, one thing that I started out with is um, looking at the love languages, the five love, love languages and figuring out like what I needed from people around me to help support me and get me through times of anxiety and times of high stress and all of those, uh, you know, different emotions that we go through. Um, the next thing I, I figured out, which was a huge part of this is that I had to make a schedule for myself, um, that kept me in some kind of a routine. Um, and a big part of that schedule was finding a time for some sort of self-care. Um, for me, that very quickly became running. Um, and it started out as just, I need to get out of, I need to get away from music for a little bit. I need some like brain clearing time. And, uh, you know, running has really turned into a huge joy in my life because it is that, that mental break that I need. Um, so, you know, I think everybody needs to try to find a way to schedule self-care into their life. It doesn't have to be running. Although I think physical activity certainly has a huge benefit. Um, this job takes a lot of energy. Um, and I feel like when I'm putting my body in motion, I tend to stay in motion and it helps me, uh, get through, you know, the, tasks of the day. Um, but I also think, uh, some other things that I've tried is just, uh, working to limit my time on social media. Um, I, I feel like I tend to feel the worst when I'm scrolling through social media and, uh, seeing everybody's perfect lives on there and feeling like I have no life because I'm constantly working. Um, you know, those things are, can be, hugely negative, um, on your energy and your, in your mood and emotions. Um, so I, I guess what it has come down to for me is making myself a priority. Um, it's like what they say on, uh, an airplane, you should put your oxygen mask on before anyone else's, because if you're not able to, you know, take care of yourself, you can't help those around you. So I think that's, you know, probably the biggest thing, um, that has helped me feel more successful in this career. Those are all really good tips. Um, I, I love the first one you had mentioned about asking for help, because I think as teachers and as moms, we are seen as, and we see ourselves as problem solvers and we forget that we need to reach out and there are other people that can help us solve our problems. So thanks for reminding us of that. And then um, you mentioned the self-care scheduling it, you know, we schedule everything else. Our calendars are packed and we don't back out of our commitments to other people. And I think that's important what you pull up about, you know, scheduling it in our calendar, put it in, I'm going running or whatever it is and the date and time and holding, um, ourselves as uh with as high a regard as we do anyone else we make appointments with and i totally agree with you on that social media thing um it's easy to compare all the highlights of everybody else's life with our day-to-day behind the scenes stuff and um and feel like we're not quite there so I, i'm glad you mm -hmm. brought that up and you when we talked before the interview today you also mentioned your sunday golden days tell us a little about that as a mom and why that's so important yeah so 
I, I try to make Sunday a day that I can feel like I'm dedicating some time just for my son. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but I have and still carry a lot of guilt with me uh, about the amount of my life that's consumed my, by my job. Um, so, you know, as a parent, I think there's a lot of very great ways that you can involve your family into this job. My son loves to be around my band students. Um, they have a great relationship and um, my students adore him and he loves being with us. So that definitely helps. Um, but I feel, you know, I, I have felt guilt at times because, you know, parents are like, oh, I'm doing this with my child, or I'm taking my kids to the zoo today, or I'm doing this on a Saturday. And I'm like, well, I have a band contest. And so my kid's doing that, or he's staying home with dad, you know? Um, so I, I try to make Sundays kind of like our family time. I try to schedule one fun thing for us to do on a Sunday. It doesn't have to be a whole day event. Um, but I can say, okay, well, today we're going to go for a hike for a couple hours on Sunday, or, um, my son has also gotten into running a little bit. So we're going to run together today for a little bit, or we're going to go get ice cream or we're going to go out to breakfast or, or something. Um, so I definitely also try to schedule that family time. And that has helped me a lot with, with kind of the guilt that I have held uh, over the lack of time and, and the amount of sacrifice that my child has to make for my job. Yeah. I know the busy mom guilt or the, yeah, the, it's, it's rough and it's real. It's real. At least we put it on ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Um, I loved it when my own children got into high school because I was their teacher then. So then, you know, my kids are four years apart. So for 12 consecutive years, I had one of my own kids in the program. And so that was my way of alleviating the guilt was, well, my kid's benefiting too. So when I go back to yeah. school, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that was right or wrong, but it helped alleviate that. Yeah, um, that's great. So you've talked a little bit about my next question was sort of how has your life been different since you've done this, but can you allude a little bit, um, since you've made some of these changes, what that's done? And if you hadn't made these changes, how would your life be different right now? Well, I definitely think that I would not, I don't know that I would still be in this career um, if if I hadn't figured out a way to organize my life so that I could handle everything. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of teachers are, a lot of teachers leave this profession. Um, I don't have any statistics on that, but, um, you know, we've all known many, a young band director who was like, I'm out, I can't do this. Um, which it makes me really sad because it, it's doable. It is difficult. I, I will stand by my belief that this is one of the hardest jobs on the planet. Um, but it is doable and incredibly rewarding if you can find a way to set a schedule for yourself that works for you. Uh, so I definitely think um, that figuring out that balance and understanding what I need in my life to feel self-fulfilled and to feel like I'm giving enough time to my family um, kind of balancing all those things is, is super duper important. And, you know, something I also want to caution against is I'm definitely like one of my life mottos is I'm not always motivated, but I'm always going to be disciplined enough to make sure that I do things the way that they need to be done. Um, and being someone who strives for perfection, 
um, too often as a, as a character flaw. Um, I have also found that I can take that way too far to the extreme and almost be too disciplined. Um, so I think like making sure that I have a schedule, but also like reading my body and listening to my body and knowing when I need to take a break, it's okay to take breaks sometimes. Um, so just trying to, you know, maintain things the way, uh, that they need to be so that you can be productive, but also like when you need that break, you need to give it to yourself and not feel guilty about it. Um, and realize and understand, um, that 90 or 95% of the time you're doing things to the very best of your ability. And if you need that five or 10% once in a while to take it or else you're going to burn yourself out. Gosh, I loved your phrase where you said motivated versus disciplined. And I think that as musicians, we learned to play our instruments. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I wasn't always motivated to practice long tones and lip slurs and all those things. But I was Mm -hmm. disciplined enough to do it because I knew the outcome because I could see other people that had done it and what they had gotten to. So you provide right now, I think, some of that. as you tell your story, people going, wait, that could be me. And so even though they might not feel motivated, they can use that discipline that they've used for other things like learning instruments to help uh, change what they're doing in their personal and professional lives. So it could be more sustainable. And it comes down to, like you were just saying, being mindful of what you need, what your body needs and what your mind needs so you can do the job. You really have given a lot of good information out there. And so before I close up, I want to ask you one final question. And that is, um, if you were to give a piece of advice to new band teachers, new band directors out there, so that they can maybe avoid a little bit of the pitfalls that you've encountered, um, what would be your your parting information or parting piece of wisdom to them uh, so that they can do this important work in a sustainable way? Absolutely. So I would say first and foremost, like surround yourself with people who are able to support you. Um, Find other colleagues, other people in the profession, people who are the same level of experience than you and people who are more experienced than you. Um, And, you know, make yourself a network of people that you can talk to and communicate with. I, you know, I've been in a situation where I was teaching in a very rural setting. And I didn't have that group of people uh, around me to talk to and vent to and, you know, uh, seek advice from. And I feel like that was probably a time in my career that was the most difficult for my mental health. Um, So, you know, find people to surround yourself with to help you through the hard times, because there are going to be hard times. And I think knowing that you have a team of people to support you when you need it is incredibly important. Uh, Secondly, I would say, you know, find something that makes you happy that isn't your job and make sure that you intertwine that into your life daily. For me, it's running. For you, it could be yoga. It could be uh, biking. It could be you know, anything that makes you happy, crafting or reading or whatever, but giving yourself time to feel like you can be yourself and not be your job, uh, I think is another just something that, that is going to help you keep your sanity. Um, and then lastly, just trying to set a schedule for yourself in a routine so that you're, you don't constantly feel like what comes next. You know, for me, predictability helps me with my anxiety. Um, It helps me get through my day. It helps me be more productive. So establishing a schedule for yourself and deciding, 
uh, how to prioritize what you need to get done in your life is, you know, the, really the key to success. As you have shown through the stories you've just shared with us. Thank you so much. I hope that, um, or I know that you being vulnerable with us just now and talking about some challenges will really resonate with a lot of us because they sounded very familiar to me too. And I hope that our listeners out there can take what Heather said and find something that can apply for you so that you can do this important work, like we said earlier, in a more sustainable way. Because the work we do as band directors isn't just teaching a class or teaching some cute little songs to kids. It's a whole life process as we have them for year after year after year and watch them grow into And so um, we can't do that unless we've got the stamina to make it happen. So thank you, Heather, for coming here and uh, sharing your bits of wisdom. They will resonate well with the folks out there impacting them uh, on a personal level and what they take back to their classroom. So thanks for joining us on this edition of Band Director Bootcamp. Come back next week with some more great tips. 